Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben, I'm here with Lucy. Hello! Hello. We're back Hello. again in video oh, and yeah. audio format. Yeah, and it should be working, but we hopefully. won't know yes. until this is over. Yeah. Completely, and now hopefully you're seeing a slightly nicer set of images as well, including a couple of cool logos too, So, and our beautiful faces obviously, which is why you're here. Yeah. And to maybe see beer more than likely. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. For those of you just listening to us on your normal podcast service of choice in the audio format, hi, you can't see our beautiful faces, but you'll be able mm. to hear the clack of the can and the pour of the beer as we dish it out. ASMR. A little bit. I'll, I'll seductively mm -hmm. speak about the beer as well. Um, yes. Lucy, you're not drinking yeah. a beer tonight. I'm not. don't know why. No <laughs> real reason to it. <laughs> I've just been, uh, got my nice jug of water though. That's good. Uh, I don't think I'd quite need to explain it for the audio listeners. It's just water. <laughs> just some water. ice. Sure. Mm. Nice iced water. That's good. Um, I am drinking a beer, however. Uh, I, I had a beer earlier uh, because I thought I was going to start a little bit earlier and I didn't. So I cracked a beer instead and I drank that. Uh, but tonight I'm going to drink. A beer from Too Old, which I believe is called Null. Or that makes sense, yeah. And it's a zero IBU India Pale Ale. How did they manage that? Uh, it, well, we'll we'll see. Perhaps <laughs> um, it's six point nine. Zero hops in it, or something. I've got going no on? idea. It's going to be yeah. interesting to see what this yeah. what this is. I've seen that can before, um, but even though Tuol are a fantastic brewery, some of their beers are on the more expensive. Yeah, yeah, like that's very seven, true. Sometimes you know, seven pounds upwards. It's like, ooh, I do love Tuol. Um I think the last beer I had from them was a Imperial. Berliner Weiss. Okay, that's probably why it was up there in price. Which, yeah, but it was fantastic. Good. Um, I think it was Imperial Raspberry Berliner Weiss. Yeah. I think, I think, but yeah, that was crazy. That was, it's like, I have not heard those words in the same sentence ever. And, <laughs> and they managed to do it, and they did it really well. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll pick up instead of picking up, I don't know, maybe two cloud waters. I'll just pick up two old instead because they make great <laughs> beers. <laughs> That's true. Um, I did um, go back to the brewery who I drank last week, the Popples, uh, and I picked up <laughs> Poplars. <laughs> I picked up a, a wheat IPA from them. Yes. Uh, the bottle shop had uh, four different beers, and actually, it had a wheat IPA, the um, mm. the IPA I had before, a double IPA, and a session IPA, and they're mm -hmm. all less than three quid. So that's the kind of prices I like. Completely, mm. I think Popples will be that brewery that every time I go in the bottle shop now, it's like, right, I'll have one of those. Yep, I'll have one of those. Yeah. Hopefully, mm -hmm. I can burn through the the first four that they've um, 
that they've produced, or at least that um, they may have produced a lot more, but at least that the bottle shop have in for them to then bring mm -hmm. in you know, new stock, new beers. Just as I've had that fourth one, hopefully, mm -hmm. but we'll see. So this beer, it's um, it's very light, very light in colour. Yeah, uh, it's it's it maybe comes a little bit more amber on the screen um, than it actually is when I'm looking at it, unless I put it under the light. It is quite it's quite a nice, almost it has got that amber orangey hue to it, but it's yeah. a little more straw than that. Uh, yeah, you can see that at the bottom of the. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very very carbonated. Uh, you know, obviously this, yeah. this this glass does pull out a little more head, uh, maybe for a little bit more on the nose uh, than anything. But wow, that's it's got this very light fruity nose to it. You can almost mm. smell the like the carbonation, the fizz to it. There's that yeah. kind of like spritziness. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a lovely really? smell. Very light, very delicate. Mm-hmm. I haven't poured all the can in yet, but I was thinking maybe I'd let the head reduce slightly. But I mean, you you get the fizz straight away, mm. the carbonation on the flavour, and there is a very it's almost it, it it's verging on a sour, so mm. it's got those very light, delicate kind of fruity flavours to it. Yeah, but with that sour edge. Uh, it, it's maybe not a, it's maybe not a berry sort of sourness, but that's a hard, that's a hard one to uh, <laughs> to, to pick pick out exactly yeah. what that that is. And I think there's a lot going on. There's a few different sort of fruity flavors kind of mm. culminating in this sort of slightly sweeter kind of, well, I say sweeter, this this sweetness that kind of picks up that 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 sour nature yeah. to it. Hmm. Maybe I should just list off some fruit, um... <laughs> just in case it comes oh. to mind. <laughs> yeah. it, um, it hasn't got Elderflower? a bitterness. Elderflower? No, <laughs> that's no. something. <laughs> um, it hasn't got this. It hasn't no. got a bitterness to it at all. Well, zero um, IBUs. <laughs> yeah, it, it is the whole way through. It, it's very, very delicate, and it kind of almost the sourness sticks around, kind of sticks to almost at the top of your mouth and stays there, but. Mm -hmm everything else your mouth dries out quite nicely but there's almost this absence of anything uh, and there's mm. barely any flavor that remains apart from maybe this like slight sourness that, that they say sticks to the top of your mouth but right. you can you can have that after effect you know if you drink like a really fizzy lucasade as well you you, you mm -hmm. still have that carbonation sort of sticking around in your mouth as well and that kind of remains a little bit with that sourness but it's weird every time i <laughs> <laughs> breathe in it kind of takes a little bit more away and there's almost you know breathe in and there's that absence of of flavor really odd but mm. really nice in the first you know sip in that first instance yeah. and it was 6.9 percent uh yeah 6.9 percent mm. can you taste any of that alcohol or is it no is it quite light i think it's quite light i mean mm. it, it, it is really light yeah um and that that kind of that light sweetness mm. matching that sourness is definitely the the fruity kind of nature to it. Mm. Uh, I I don't pick up on that alcohol at all, really. Because it's about to say like the way that you're describing it, um, some elements I'd, I'd like attribute to like a table beer. Yeah. Just you know, 
even though this is not low low alcohol, but you still get that quite delicate flavour. Mm. But you still get, you know, quite like a Belgian table beer. You still get like quite a lot of fizz and yeah, um, spritziness to it, and getting a little bit of flavour, a little bit of fruitiness, but mm. it's not overbearing or anything. So. Completely, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's so it is. That's really, that's a really easy drinking sour as well yeah uh, you know it doesn't it does dry your mouth out but only as an ipa does really mm. uh, it doesn't doesn't sort of make you purse in from a sort of from a sourness and dry you out mm. so yeah i think that works that works really well when we were talking previously about you know good uh, uh sour ipa kind of mashups um, and the Beer O'Clock Show got in touch and gave us that mm. example. Was it the Trolltunga? Was the one that they gave it us the example indeed. from? From Buxton. From Buxton. Uh, yeah. This is this is a very good sour IPA. Even though it's not called nice. a sour IPA. Yeah. This is this is what I would. Kind of almost sour yeah, flavors. Then. Yeah. Spade is a spade. <laughs> well, yes, yes. Sometimes it's a shovel, but. <laughs> True. We won't get into that. Let's talk about some games, Lucy. Okay. What oh, the water's very nice. Oh, good. Uh, by the way, yeah. cool, refreshing. Like yes. <laughs> uh, I have been playing, well, quite a lot up until this point, but mm. I had finished it on Sunday, and it is Hollow Knight. So I'm yeah. checking back in with Hollow Knight. We spoke about it on the last podcast. Mm -hmm. I think I was about six hours in at that point. Yeah. Um, I finished it. Uh, after I finished it, I've gone back and played a bit more. Still discovering more secrets and nice. areas. Um, but my final clock time, I think, was twenty six hours. Okay. So it's it's a beefy game. Significant. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, much much more in depth and longer than I ever thought it was. Um, I thought it'd be like yeah, typical Metroidvania. Probably can finish mm. it in sub fifteen fifteen hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it it was always continuing to surprise me, um, as in the vein of Metroidvanias. Obviously, unlocking new abilities, finding new areas. I was doing, I was still doing that post game. Um, mm. I think I'm about thirty two hours now. Okay. But you know, even at the thirty hour mark, I was still finding new things, nice new secrets, and um, I think I'm at about seventy six percent played. Uh, 76 completion percent completion mm. so uh at the moment so there's still a quarter of the game that yeah. i haven't unco uncovered so it's absolutely fantastic it's and to be made by such a small team when the credits rolled and it was like it's like five people made this game or something <laughs> it's crazy and nice. um, it's it's just perfection i mean i can't praise it more it's one of the best Metroidvanias I've ever played. It's right up there. Mm. It's one of my favourites. I mean, looking back on years to come, it might, might, who knows? It could actually be my favourite because the art style, this kind of gothic, like dark, um, black and white almost mm. uh, art style, and the it's about bugs, which is weird, but. Um, <laughs> The animation on all the bugs and how, you know how there's so many different enemy varieties and how all their like weapons and move sets uh, differ to each enemies. There's so many of them. Yeah. Um, 
the the map is huge um, once you uncover it all, and then um, y you know when you're looking back on it, it's like I can't believe how densely packed each area is as mm. well. It's so it's so detailed in every way, um, and the combats you know it keeps evolving. Um, you have this little sword, and you can upgrade it over time, and you get new abilities, and the, there's these things called charms. Mm -hmm. You can only um, equip so many of them uh, on your person at once, but um, like experimenting which charms work better with uh, others, like some charms you can get that will help you um, heal whilst uh, being being sheltered from, from enemies, and some will help you be stronger in combat, and some yeah. will make you move faster, some will make you uh, dash faster or something like that. And, and there's, you can cater the gameplay to how you want it. You can tailor it to your own play style as well. That's cool. Um, it's, it's just so much depth to this game. I could go on for hours and I wouldn't have even scratched the surface. Yeah. But... Do, you, do you think you're going to go back? Do you think you'll go back and do everything? You know, Will you get 100% on this? Hmm. Um... I, I don't think so because it's just so much there's so much mm. and a lot of it is uh it's quite ambiguous the story's very lofty it's very heady the writing's very good but it's very it's very mysterious and okay you're not I think the sense of trying to figure out what's going on in the world and everything like that mm. I think you slowly piece piece it together and even still for me it's like i don't know what's going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is this is a uh, way above my pay grade in terms of understanding yeah and it, i think a lot of people will be like you know like scholars and looking into it and you know trying to decipher all the different things yeah i think i've got my fill out of what the story is it's it's meant to be ambiguous it's meant to be you know mysterious and i i finished the last boss and I think I got my closure from that. Mm. The going back after the credits rolled, it's more of a case of me just trying to find all the different areas, and I think I've found most of them. Okay. I'm not even sure because this game's so huge. I'm not even sure, but I, I I'm pretty sure I found all the areas, and um, you know, see, seeing seeing all the areas and seeing what they have to offer, it's just a case of going back, tracking back through the areas. Just to find, you know, different kind of things. There, there's basically you get a sword that can wake up dead spirits, and that that comes about halfway through the game. Yeah. And when you notice you can do that, you can go back to areas and then find, find those. Them. Mm. Yeah, and resurrect them and then fight them. But it nice. looks to me like there's probably a billion of them, and it's, and it's like. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I can do all of this for the hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's the other twenty five percent is mm -hmm. finding the other yeah. fifty of them. Yeah, and ugh, the map's huge, and it was fun going back and forth throughout it. Um, yeah. But once you do that so many times, and it's just a case of backtracking just to, you know, find things that you might have not realised on the first time around, which mm. is you know pretty cool up to a certain point, but. Um, I think I've had my fill. Um, That's fair. There yeah. are there are some. I don't know if this was DLC or or what, but there were three. There's like three trials, like basically thrown into a gladiator pit with other bugs. And I've done the first two, 
Did those, those are a piece of cake, but the third one, tried it twice. It lasts literally about 10 minutes, and it's yeah. like, oh, I, I got I tried it twice or three times, and on the third time I was like, my heart's racing, I'm a bit too old for this, gonna end up, you know, doing some damage to the old ticker <laughs> if I keep doing this. I'm just gonna stop right now. Mm. Maybe try it again another time, but not today. Yeah, not, yeah. not four times in a row. <laughs> if you get some time when all of these mm. games stop being released and there's a little window for you to go back to it, then yeah. maybe. maybe. Possibly, but I I've had my fill. That's you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic. Nice. You should pick it up. It's on sale on Steam. Ooh, mm. Steam sale. Woo. Woo. And it was... I think it's about eight pounds. Really, like, that's pretty good. Fifty percent off. Yeah, yeah. It, for the value, it's insane. I mm. mean, it's eleven pounds ninety nine on Switch. I think it's. Um, I don't know if it's actually cheaper on Switch, which is never the case. But no, and Nintendo tax <laughs> not doing what it needs to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's eleven ninety nine. But even if this game was like you know forty pounds, it's still a steal. Yeah, you know, quality. It's, nice. it's, it's masterfully, masterfully um, crafted. It's and it's a Kickstarter game, which is mm. absurd. So I think people mm. sort of falsely equate value to 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 some products, especially mm. games, justify a like. Oh, Evelyn's! I'm gonna have to cut all this out and start again. Evelyn's monitor has just died. I'm gonna have to get Gosh. a charger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we. We, we kind of falsely put value to certain games based on some ridiculous things, such as longevity, how long the game is, how long you're going to play it for, uh, graphical fidelity, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of AAA games these days, which you almost expect to be, you know, they're the highest uh, um, paying product. You know, you're not going to pay much more than a AAA game for, for, any, right. for any game. Uh, and all of them are kind of striving for, uh, you know, the, the top kind of graphics, uh, not to be necessarily as realistic as possible, but to be kind of pushing the tech and stuff like this. Yeah. And we, we, we almost kind of use these as value measurements, which I don't think makes much sense, really, because mm. uh, you might pick something up for 60 quid and it sits on your shelf for a little while. You then go and play it and maybe it doesn't connect with you you play it for a few hours maybe two or three and you just don't want to play it anymore you haven't mm -hmm. you know you haven't kind of got what you wanted from that game and it hasn't hit with you and mm -hmm. you take it back to the shop and they'll give you four pound for it because you've waited a few months until you tried it out and yeah so you you know that that value kind of is different for different people but you get something like Hollow Knight, which is a 25-hour game, which held you, which you didn't kind of bounce off of. But mm. put that against something like uh, Minute, which mm. came out at maybe not quite the same price point, maybe a little bit cheaper uh, when yeah. it first released than, than Hollow Knight was. 8 99 About 8 yeah. Hollow Knight yeah, was, what, eleven ninety nine. 99 yeah. So... Yeah. You know, we're only talking about maybe a third more expensive. It's not one was one was five quid and mm. one was forty five quid. You know. Um, yeah. And some cats fighting outside. Um, <laughs> probably my cat, more than likely. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> so it, it's it's difficult to kind of you know when you say it's only you know eleven ninety nine I have absolute blast with this game you mm -hmm. should go ahead you should support the developer you'll get a lot out of this experience it's a really fun game uh, you know one of my top games of the year maybe so it, it it's kind of difficult to for, you know especially when stuff comes in sale so much as well for yeah. for you to kind of or for me at least to ignore this to know that it's a steal at eight quid or something mm -hmm. like that really based on sort of like your recommendation and things yeah not having to worry about whether it's going to take me 10 or 25 hours uh, it's a it's a difficult mindset to kind of get out of if if that's what you're in yeah yeah and you see so many people just on like forums and comment sections who are like you know just see an 8-bit or 16-bit game and um that's being made by an indie studio and yeah. people are like oh what's this trash this should be 299 on the yeah or free on the ios store and stuff like that and it's it's just so disheartening to see and it's I don't think people realise that we got hot trash all the time in, you know, 80s and 90s, and you'd pay for the same, in fact, you know, adjusted for inflation, yeah, more maybe. than you do now yeah. for a game that could potentially be broken or just hot trash, and you didn't have any, you know, uh, Steam instant refund or microsoft xbox self self refund service or anything like that yeah you just had that game so it's probably just like 12 year olds be like you hit it for it now i don't want to <laughs> can i play this on my switch because i've played it on my ps4 i don't know <laughs> i don't know why 12 year olds speak like that but they do they do uh yeah yeah but it sounds i mean hollow knight from from what you said sounds really mm. good i think it it's just released on switch hasn't it it did yes but it's journey out, free it's been out for a little while on other on platforms. pc yeah it's been on pc since like early last year i mean i knew i'd always feel bad for sleeping on it because i was like this looks really cool and yeah. it's a metroidvania and it's got really good scores but switch is the perfect platform to play on it because it's just i mean i i don't i'm not someone who typically plays on my PC for long periods of time. That's just me. Um, but... That's fair. I, I, you have a, you I, have, I you have a preference like, in where mm. you want to play things? That's fine. Yeah, PC's just... Uh, yeah. I, I like playing smaller condensed experiences like indie games on, mm. on my uh, on my PC. Um, console, console games... I can put more hours into because it's just more of a comfortable experience for mm, me mm. and i hate playing platformers on pc as well anyway so yeah even yeah. if i had a controller plugged in it would still feel wrong well, that, that moves <laughs> us, that moves us quite well into what i've been playing mm. uh, because that um that is my only criticism of the game uh, platforming oh yeah yeah right. so it's not good it's not good it's not good <laughs> so i've gone back and uh i've been playing doom the 2016 mm -hmm. release doom uh, on playstation 4 because it's been on sale it was about eight pounds talking about sales and value for money and all that sort of bollocks uh, it was on sale it was eight quid i yeah. originally played doom at a friend's place i was away for a weekend a friend had doom not long after release 
we all played it we all tried it you know we got maybe a few hours in not not mm. far we didn't get to um i'm gonna spoil it but it's been out for a while now uh, we didn't get to we didn't go through the Hellgate. basically yeah. we were still on mars um when we were playing through so we didn't play a huge amount but it was fun it was brutal absolutely loved the visceral nature of those uh, glory kills uh, the shooting is so tight mm, in that game so good and it's so good and it's fast and it's frantic and I mean, it even tells you when you start the game up if you stand still you will die and that is you know you've that just got it. To, you've, you've <laughs> just got to keep moving uh, yeah. and playing it a bit further it just builds so well uh, mm -hmm. you know the new weapons that you get at the later levels the enemies you know that, that keep popping up the challenge that it gives you it's not just more enemies that it, it pops up in later levels it's the frequency and the amount of enemies that you get and maybe you don't get quite as much health or armor between encounters between people and things like that it's paced so so well uh, on top <laughs> of those absolutely tight mechanics um and we were talking earlier as well like the score for it the music is fantastic and so good it just it, it fits what you're doing so well but platforming why are they making me do platforming <laughs> in doom yeah it's it's not it's not pretty no no it's... i think they i think they said that they're going to improve that for the second game and it's like too right <laughs> yeah you should <laughs> i would imagine they definitely have to um mm -hmm. i've definitely died more through yes. platforming <laughs> failures than i have through yeah. enemies killing me yes absolutely <laughs> and it's, it's when you get that double jump as well that platforms aren't you, you can't really tell whether they're in range of one jump or whether you've got a double jump yeah. and you either completely miss them because you've jumped once or you overshoot them because you've yeah. jumped twice <laughs> and it just it's just not yeah it's just not as it's a shame because it's not quite as tight um as the in, rest of the, game, the, rest of the game yeah and mm -hmm. those platforming bits don't really kind of need to be there because the levels no. are, are laid out so well that i can understand they want to get you uh you know up to another level and then move around on that plane before mm -hmm. you know descending or whatever but and, and they're not going to necessarily have a staircase every single time you know there's element there's there's times when that wouldn't make sense but you kind of need to have everything so it's readable perhaps yeah. and you know that that you don't need that double jump unless it's to get to higher places or hmm. significantly longer distances away so you know there's there's parts of it where you're right up towards the end of the the mars kind of missions and you're running along sort of that outdoor area moving up um externally to the to the tower yeah and you're running on each side of the the ramp and stuff or the, the the grated sort of almost like a crane walkway type thing mm. and double jumping across the other side makes sense but double jumping to get halfway and then in the middle a little bit and then back across and stuff that's not quite what you want to yeah. be doing but it feels like you need to double jump so it mm. just that kind of just doesn't sit as well yeah, yeah those sections um pretty much messed up the flow of that game not yeah. not to where i i mean doom is one of my favorite games of 2016 and one of the best shooters mm. i've played in ages but it certainly did mess up the flow of it i remember dying several times on i think it was like you're going across a 
like suspended like carriage over to somewhere else. I can't remember, but I know it was frustrating. <laughs> That's all I remember about yeah. it. But but the good points, Ben. The good points. Yes, there are many. There, there are, are many. many. So yeah, and I, I didn't know that you had finished it. Uh, hadn't finished it um, before, so. I'm I'm interested to think what you uh, see what you think about the later levels because for me they they went on a tiny bit too long they could have been okay. a bit shorter um, I liked the final boss it was a bit easy on the easy side mm. for me I think the, I mean I'm not trying to brag here I don't know if it's because I'm competent at, at, at first person shooters but mm. uh, I didn't think the game was that hard overall. So, well, uh, I did go start start back and play play it on hard the first time I yeah uh, finished it. Um, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to play this again anyway. That's fair. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. that's fine. I think I've left mm. it a decent amount of time to kind of mm -hmm. return to it, um, where it's mm -hmm. not maybe as fresh in my memory, and especially with Doom Eternal being announced at the Bethesda conference, I kind of wanted to step back into that. So at least when Doom mm -hmm. Eternal comes out, I've got a much more um, closer frame of reference for, for what that game's going to be. Uh, yeah. So I, I think with the later parts of the game that, yes, it, they, they do go on a little bit longer. Mm. Um, I think that sometimes that perhaps adds a little bit to the the tension and the difficulty mm. maybe that you're pushed that little bit more to keep going that yeah that you're you you know where you thought maybe the end of the level was going to be you're, you're pushed a, a little a little bit further um i'm playing on the second setting hurt me a bit <laughs> or hurt me I, I, some, I, I, something like that i thought there was only three i think there's, I think there's four I'm probably I think there's wrong four. Right, okay. Um, but I think mm. what I'm playing on is, is medium. So I guess there's medium, easy, yeah. hard, and harder, extreme, whatever they call it. But they yeah. don't quite call it that. They call it something else. Yeah. Um, so the yeah, I'm playing on the... the yeah, mm. yeah. Um, <laughs> I've liked... Actually, that's that's one of the parts that I kind of didn't really get into was, you know, this very almost throwaway kind of lore behind it. But all of these data pads either. and all yeah. of that sort of stuff. Actually, this yeah. time around... I've stopped and I've listened to things and it's been it, it's only a bit of exposition it only builds yeah. the world a little bit and stuff like that it's not yeah. groundbreaking narrative or anything but it adds a little bit and it's a it's a nice sort of reprieve between the constant movement and shooting and uh, encounters <laughs> so it allows a little yeah. bit of, of breathing room and I think that's that's kind you of see, good. I didn't want any breathing room. Yeah, I was just like, bad. I'm not going to stand around and <laughs> listen, listen to, to this, shit. or yeah, or find one of those uh, little doom toys or whatever. I was just yeah. like, no, just move me on to the next section. You know, get me to that next Mick Gordon riff, and I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Completely. I mean, yeah. that's that's one of the things I haven't really delved into. Um, I did a little bit uh, with the secrets and the little doom guys that you find collectibles mm. and stuff. I've kind of found a, a, a few, but I've not really gone out of my way on yeah. the on the levels because, with it being a second playthrough, I wanted to see the game out. Mm. So that's that's what I've done. You know, I, I've yeah. I've churned through it to get to to, to finish it. Essentially, mm. um, I don't think it's a game that I'll 
jump back into to go in and get collectibles or anything like that. Yeah, especially when most of those collectibles will probably require some platforming <laughs> in it. Yes, which is like exactly. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to hundred percent this game. And they're the they're the ones that I've ignored essentially. You know, yeah. when you when you unlock the the map, all the secrets and, and you know uh, key points mm. become available to look at on the map. And the ones I've ignored are the um, are the ones that, that take some platforming. The ones that I've kind of gone for yeah. are uh, where you find the elite guards and you can take a chip out of them to upgrade yourself or a new oh, weapon yeah, yeah. and things like yeah. that. Stuff that's going to help me yeah. during the experience rather than just here's a collectible that's going to unlock some cool stuff <laughs> to look at. So, yeah. Because yeah. you've, yeah. you've got the BFG, haven't you? That You get that on... On Mars still, don't you? You did I get it on Mars? I can't remember. I, I, I thought you still got it. I think it's before you go to hell. I think it is. Yeah. Is it, yes. I. Uh, I can't remember. Because I, I do find yeah. <laughs> we, I do find that when another gun unlocks, if you mm -hmm. miss it in the level. Yeah. So there was a gun I missed, which was the. I missed the rocket launcher. Oh, the rocket launcher uh, was great. I didn't, I didn't find it. it. I didn't find it, but <laughs> it was. I think I found all of the weapons, but I didn't. I didn't know that you could miss them. You can That's miss them because they're you know some of the weapons yeah, are sort of secrets almost. That makes sense. Yeah. But hmm. I think I found that actually, I missed the rocket launcher, but then it was just there in the next level to pick oh. up. So oh, okay. I just then I just got it then. And um, That's good. So because. Yeah. Yeah, having a full the full weapon wheel is so much fun, and um, yeah, and I think the when you get the BFG, it's like <laughs> it's one of the story story parts, isn't it? So yes. it's unmissable yeah. at one point, and it's like because throughout that whole game, you're like, when is it going to come? Am I yeah, going to get it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the so I like the upgrade system as well with those guns. You know, mm -hmm. you pick almost pick the modification that you want that um mm -hmm. you know, rather than just a zoom with l2 that that sort of secondary fire mode and then you can mm -hmm. kind of upgrade that uh, i i really yeah. like that element of it as well it kind yeah. of makes you a little bit more focused and allows you to upgrade the way you kind of want to play mm -hmm. so there's a couple of guns which allow you to have a scope and then you can upgrade what happens around that that scope and actually so it's uh, maybe the like assault rifle one of them's a yeah. scope and one of them's a mini rocket launcher or something like that out of the mods and i picked the scope because mm. you know i can see enemies from a what you know from a distance and i can just hit in the scope and just just hit oh, them okay. instantly yeah. uh, I, and then kind of i, get I did into the opposite it. yeah just i, I wanted no scopes constantly. on anything i was like don't give me <laughs> any scopes i look no, just no scopes. Again, just so that, that get up in just yeah, you can tailor shows it our down. point. Is you can tailor it. It's the joy yeah. of that upgrade system for us. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think it does that very well, and I'd like to see yeah. that that come across and to the second game and not really be altered too much. You know, maybe another way to play, maybe not just ranged versus kind of close quarters, yeah. but but something else. So maybe each of the weapons has a third modification that you can kind of choose to mm -hmm. go through yeah. uh but you know i don't really want much of this version to be changed for a second game mm -hmm. I, I, yeah absolutely oh, i think i said for the division two that i'd like to see something more from that game mm -hmm. and something different i think with doom mm -hmm. i just want more of that game yeah because i got it right the first time yeah, completely. Um, 
What's your favourite gun then so far? Shit. There's one that looks like um, the plasma sword from Halo. So it's kind of two prongs with then a, a central kind of energy orb, which you fire it and it explodes yeah. a little further off. I vaguely remember. And then the secondary hmm. mode that I'm that I've picked is a scope, and you go into um, you you hold L two, you go into scoped mode, and the gun will you see it up the side just charge up. And oh yes, I know you're harder on that, yeah. that second mm. mode. So yeah, I, yeah. I, the first time I encountered a hell demon. I had that gun equipped, and I think it took one headshot with that fully charged to just take it down. Yeah. Like, oh, these guys are pretty easy, and then another two turn up and they just beat you down. But uh, you know, it, it works really well that different situations require different guns as well. Mm -hmm. That you know, you're at range, you can use this set of weapons, and then when you're up close, you kind of want to be in with this mm -hmm. different set yeah. of weapons to to be able to uh, get maximum explosions yeah. from everything well because i've played in just like s such close quarters mm. i was like i just want the shotgun it's yeah. like the sawn-off shotgun because it's super, two shotgun. The super shotgun yeah i was just yeah. like i'll use the other weapons when i run out of ammo <laughs> for this one or whatever <laughs> and what's it's it, it's clever that 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 both shotguns take the same ammo as well yeah so you you basically pick the kind of it's not just the modifications in that sense you pick the style of shotgun you mm -hmm. want to run with as well with it being kind of the you know the shotgun is the main weapon really mm. in the game so yeah that it's just another yeah. little clever thing that they've done with it yeah no aiming no no aiming down the sights no scopes close quarters shotgun Loving it. Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It's so. Oh, it's just such a good game. Yes, it is. It's when everyone was talking about Titanfall 2 that year, um, which was a great game on its own, but I was like, have you tried Doom? Because <laughs> that blows Titanfall 2 out of the water, if you ask me. That's it. I mean, uh, id, mm. id Software kind of invented first person shooters, didn't they, really? So. Yeah. Mm. Titanfall 2 campaign was great. Superhot's campaign was great. Yeah. Was it Battlefield 1 that year? It was. Yes. yes, it was. That was also pretty good. And the Call of Duty advanced in space warfare. <laughs> Call of Duty <laughs> was... Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump's Call of Duty Activision's <laughs> Space Wars. Oh my God. Force. Could you imagine? In Black Ops, if he is the cameo celebrity so. that they bring in, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's just him giving that same speech. Yeah. We're starting a Space mm. Force, and then it rolls in a little montage of the Space Force <laughs> through the years, and then goes into, that's the start of the campaign. You're a rookie in the Space Force. Fuck's sake, America, what so. are you doing? <laughs> I hope so. But yeah, that was a good FPS as well that year. Better than about six of the Call of Duties that preceded it, so yeah. it's a good year for shooters, but Doom was certainly the best one. It was top, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah objectively. <laughs> mm. I think it didn't, that year, I don't think it featured on my kind of game of the year stuff because mm -hmm. I hadn't put in the time yeah. with it. And it was almost the, you know, it was kind of that that fun couch co-op but single-player experience where 
you trade yeah. the controller every time you die or when you change to a you know to the new level the controller yeah. moves across um which was great for the sort of the three of us because we were constantly getting to to swap the the pad over because mm -hmm. dooms the levels on them aren't ex you know they're not exceptionally long really until maybe mm -hmm. the later parts mm -hmm. of the until the later parts of the game mm -hmm. actually maybe the last mission on mars where you're having to climb the tower yeah is a little longer than maybe it should have been uh, yeah. but but yeah it, it was kind of a nice quick switch of that controller to play with a bunch of people so mm -hmm. yeah just another thing that doom has given me completely Friend. different experience friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, right should we finish there i think we should yes um yes for the audio listeners lucy how was your water What was that? You cut off. <laughs> oh, ooh. sorry. Okay. How was your water? Oh, it was fantastic. Good. Mm, refreshing. I'm glad it's not helped too dry. Me. Yes. Not too bitter. <laughs> not too hoppy. It's good. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this two old. So it's the only beer we've drank this week. Mm. Um, obviously the winner, of course. Uh, so the two old null, which is zero IBU India Pale Ale, uh, six point nine percent. So it's yeah, as I said at the beginning, it is mm -hmm. a sour IPA, but it's so I mean it's so delicate and that lasts all the way through as well. It, it towards the end, the the sweetness and the sourness kind of molded together a little more towards the end of it. I wasn't quite picking them out. As much as I was in those first few sips, you know, within the first five minutes or the first quarter of this glass, everything yeah. was was quite definitive. Uh, whereas now it's all blended a little bit better. It's blended a little bit more. Um, it's a lot harder mm. to kind of pick out the the sweetness and the sourness, and it works very well. Those two elements kind of coupled together, mm -hmm. that that fruitiness still remains. But uh, even now. I've got a dryness, nice, and and as I think I said at the beginning, almost that absence of flavour. Like, yeah, yeah, that that sourness is kind of stuck around a little bit at the top of my mouth, but that's that's it. It's a it's a really odd beer, but it is very yeah. good. I mean, it it I would I would <laughs> very easily crack another can and drink this again. Yeah, so yeah. good. No, no bitterness can can still be a good IPA. Completely, then. just shows. Yeah, it does. And you who'd know, have thought? Every mm. we probably say this every week, but we love our bitterness. We do. But this is very good. It's mm. very good. It almost reminds me a little bit of a thinking. Thinking a little bit deeply, uh, it reminds me a bit more of a kettle sour than oh, just a kind okay. of a standard sour. Maybe. Yeah. It's it's maybe it's that sweetness. It's that sort of almost slight kind of tanginess mm. to it which may which which may edge a little bit on a more metallic-y kind of side as okay. well uh you're going through all the emotions it's yeah. just just uh, it's just mm. throwing me through <laughs> the loop you know <laughs> to all do strange things and it usually always works so yeah completely, yeah exactly yeah. do very strange <laughs> things in very good ways yes 
Yeah, yeah, I do enjoy good. it too well. They're very good. Mm. They're very good. Are they at the uh, Bristol Craft Brew Festival? What? Uh, were they there last year? No, they def they weren't there last year. I don't no, think. Last year. Are they there this year? Maybe, know, maybe, maybe not. Hopefully. They, they better be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be another mm. messy weekend, isn't it? But that's to come. Yes. That's not for a while. Yes. We've still got other events to come before that, like we our do. Birmingham trip and things like that. So Woo! all things that you, listener, slash watcher, viewer, maybe, mm. will get to experience. Voyeur. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what this is. It's it's a little, yes. it's, it's slightly voyeuristic. Um, <laughs> yes, things that you'll get to experience in the coming weeks and months, of things that we're going to do, little events that we're going to go to. Uh, but for this week, the 2-0-0-0 IBU IPA was very good. Mm. And you should Good. go and enjoy it. Uh, so, Lucy, how do mm -hmm. people talk to you if they wish to do so? Um, you can add me, Juicy Loose Nine, on Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, or just tweet me at TankTuckLucy, and I will be back next week with the usual beers. I'm not running off to a convent or anything. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little <laughs> reprieve, isn't it? Just yeah. Allow, just yeah. allow your body to, you know, get My over all the drinking we've body. been doing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah as i mean as i said to you uh earlier in the week i've stopped drinking kind of during the week it's mm. only the the podcast recording and weekends that i'm yes. that i'm drinking on unless my beer 52 box turns up and i'm <laughs> torn and i have I to mean, have it'd be rude one. not to it would you know? it would be rude the postman, to sample it he carried them on his back there was no van he carried them <laughs> on his back just a rope over his shoulder, it. just yeah. <laughs> down the street, really heavy. He's got ten of them as well to drop off <laughs> all around the county of Gloucestershire or Bristol. Or he's got a long trek ahead of him. Yeah, mm. I, I had to have one just for him. That's exactly yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Nice, nice. Mm. Uh, if you want to get hold of me and tell me why I should just drink every day and not have a break during the week, <laughs> uh, you can do that uh, at Nova underscore 47 on Twitter, Nova underscore 47 on PSN and on Steam. I'm not anywhere else. That's it. That's the only places I exist. Uh, mm. But you can get all of us at tanked up underscore cast on Twitter. You should go to outlives.net to look at all of our E3 coverage and yeah. lots of other things that are stemming from that. Uh, if you were a Facebook user and you liked our Facebook page, there are a few of you, not many, but there are a few of you, make sure that you go over to the Out of Lives Facebook page instead because we have transferred over to them. And we've been doing a lot of little videos and things like that. They've been going directly onto the Facebook feed. That's the only place you will see them. So go to Out of Lives on the Facebooks, Facebooks.net, no, Facebooks.com, Outoflives.net. There we go. <laughs> The internet it's a yeah. strange wonderful yeah. place yes the webs yeah just just go to your googles or your <laughs> lyricos or your ass jeeves and type yeah. out of lives in and we'll we'll appear we'll be there somewhere ass jeeves what is out of lives jeeves is dead and he'll say ghosts ghosts are out of lives <laughs> oh shit I was going to sign off but that doesn't make any sense I was going to say for another week we have been tanked up but actually maybe we've been ghosts I've been tanked down. You have been tanked down. That's so true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we won't sign off properly. We just say bye bye. Bye. A very nice. Ciao. A very nice. Ciao. <laughs> a very nice light. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Ta da. <laughs>